Good morning. So maybe we'll start with uh, we'll start the morning session with the the ritual of uh, the dropping of the cell phone and. Uh, um, yeah, so the cell phone will go do their own retreats. And a lot of things will happen to them and to us. And after we'll find out what kind of re- retreat we went through, each of us. And so um, you can, uh, you can uh, if you have already packed your... That's really like... I travel a lot here and there. I've never seen that level of, uh, you know, like the little pocket with the zipper and stuff. Like, how cells get their private rooms (laughs) with a view. (laughs) Quite amazing. And so uh, I invite you to uh, just come and uh, drop your cell phone. And with each drop, I'll ring the bell. And... uh, and uh, this might be uh, somewhat playful for you. It can be. You can enjoy uh, the event. It might be triggering for you. If it is, then that's great. That's why we came here to see all the inner life, uh, how it can be volcanic or quiet uh, inside of us. Different things will happen. And so, uh, please... Here we go. And uh, this is for those who will um, come later today or tomorrow to the front office. Thank you so much for this. Um, So a few words about uh, the practice uh, this morning. There's one uh, little framing of the practice that uh, seems uh, helpful. And... uh, it, uh, the way it's uh, presented is uh, about the three ways that we have to gain understanding in life. And so th- 
three levels or three ways to understand uh, the world, maybe, or things, or us, or to develop wisdom, maybe. So one way, and, and you can check if you recognize this uh, as being true in your life. So one way is through information. So we receive information in a written form or a spoken form, like now I'm saying, oh, there's three ways to... So there's information, and it might clarify things for us, you know. Um, and uh, in this culture, we're, uh, in this the dominant culture, we're exposed to a lot of information, a lot. Uh, it's very valued information, it's very useful, very important, very valued. There's a second uh, way or level, if you want, which is uh, we, uh, reflection. So contemplating, thinking about, oh, what does it mean in my life, this information? How can I apply it, or how relevant is it, or true? So I play in, in, with thoughts around this, I consider. There's a third level uh, that doesn't get much, uh, I think, doesn't, is not that valued in our uh, society. And it's what we could call meditation. So meditation is another way. It's not information. It's not thinking about stuff or reflecting about my life or how I want it to be or how it is. So it's another way to um, um, cognize, to uh, comprehend the world. And it's uh, one way to describe it is it's um, pre-conceptual. It's kind of before thoughts. It's, uh, it's what we called here, what we're doing here, vipassana meditation, insight meditation. It's intuitive uh, awareness. And what it refers to, I think the way I'm going to present it this morning, is that it's a quality of presence to what is actually happening, where we stop telling things what they could be or should be or are, describing them, analyzing them, but we actually experience them. A word that is used a lot is uh, intimacy with what is happening. So, um, I could think about the, the day, you know, the weather, ah, night, you know. I could get information if I had access to my phone. <laughs> I could know what is the temperature right now and what's coming. You know, there would be information. There's another way where I can think about it. Oh, it's a beautiful day. Wow, it's a little cold. Usually at Labor Day, it's a little warmer, you know. Uh, but it's a beautiful day for practice. Well, actually, I could be somewhere else also in a beautiful day like this, you know. And so I can reflect about the day, the weather, you know. And then the third level is to actually, in a way, <laughs> shut up. I hope this works. That's how it came to my mind. So I could actually just not describe anything and experience it directly. It's a whole other way to live, no? And often human beings, they do this, but usually it's not for more than maybe up to one second. You know, they'll have a, human beings, they'll have a contact with the eyes, you know, they'll see this. Wow, lots of people, oh my God, I thought I was coming to a retreat where there would be 20 people, you know, sitting in a circle, wow, a hundred people, you know. And so we have a contact with the eye, a moment of contact, and we take off in storytelling, analyzing, uh, positioning, preferring, so the practice of meditation is to actually stay there. So if there is a little thing in the knee, a little discomfort, I could say, oh my God, I'm uncomfortable, how am I going to survive the whole weekend? And here I'm saying, oh, let's stay here and become intimate even with discomfort or become intimate with, uh, I'm hearing some sound coming from here, I think. Is it the sound system or some mm-hmm. vent? I could produce a lot of thoughts about it, I'm already doing it. But I could also invite myself to experience hearing. 
or experience coolness or warmth, depending on the area of the body maybe, or I don't know what else. Or experience my hands touching right now something, one another, or the thighs, just the experience of hands, not the image, the mental image of it. It could be there, but that's not what I'm interested in. I'm interested in discovering what's that that I call hands, tingling, touching, resting, coolness or warmth, some kind of aliveness maybe. a field of tingling. And then maybe breathing. I could easily make breathing a project. You know, be busy with the breath. Improving the breath. You know, am I breathing or the posture? Am I sitting right? I should sit better. And here the invitation is so incredibly simple. It can easily... um, uh, give rise to doubt. Am I doing this right? It's so incredible, s- incredibly simple and, uh, I want to say, primary, maybe. It's the direct experience of being a human being, sitting and breathing and hearing. And this is the practice. And just if we do this and we stay, instead of depart in the trance of thoughts and future and after the retreat, how enlightened I will be, or improved at least a bit from my very defective (laughs) personality, you know. So instead of being busy with all of this, I just stay here. Can we stay here, love, for just a moment? Maybe in this belly that is rising and falling. Not make anything of it, but be there. It's a little, um, I don't know how it will uh, appear to you, it could appear as very tender, very touching, because that's what we're doing. We're developing sense, senses, sensitivity. And so we're gonna be touched, or we're gonna touch reality, instead of describe it or think about it. It's a little bit more raw. Sometimes for me it feels a little, uh, oh, oh, a little scary. Like, oh my God, I prefer to put a little buffer, a little veil of describe, description. Oh, I like being here. I'm going to be here until it rings and then we're going to do walking meditation. You know, I put a few words in there because oh, otherwise it's a little empty. But the courageous practice is to actually say, could I actually just be with the I don't know, relative silence in the room. Or with time, with now. Do you see a little bit? So that's the way I'm trying to describe the practice. So I'm not solving problems. Maybe you came here and you have a big decision to make, for example. <gasps> am I staying? Am I going? Am I saying yes? Am I saying no? I, have the, I took a weekend retreat to make this decision. The practice here would be to actually drop the question. Because I could be um, occupied, preoccupied, under occupation by that question or anything else. And be occupied, under occupation. <sighs> and what I do here is like, hey, honey, is it possible just maybe for a few seconds to experience being here in this body, sitting? and breathing, nothing to improve. So we drop the problem-solving kind of mentality that we might have, that we have to figure out the rest of our lives, or at least next week, or the day, you know. And so that tendency is gonna come back again and again in many ways. And so there's many ways here to get uh, busy, occupied, entranced, fascinated. So I'll name you a few that you might recognize in yourself. So planning for future could be a uh, disguised way not to be here. Reashing the past, 
positioning myself like preferences and opinions about the retreat, how I would do the retreat, how I would have put the cushions and who I would have put on stage to teach or what, you know, like improving the things, the food, the thing, like being very busy about how I would do it, you know, (laughs) or, you know, what I could feel. Uh, If only I could feel this or feel that. So all these things are probably going to show up, maybe a lot. And the invitation is not to get totally fooled and say just, hey, could we be just here? Not fixing, not knowing actually what's going to happen. Because that's one thing that we do have in common here, human beings. And so here we're interested by reality. One of the facts of reality, I think, is that we actually don't know what's coming. We don't know what's coming for the rest of our lives. We might have plans and hopes, but we actually don't know. And instead of being busy trying to organize and prepare for all the different versions, here we sit, just in here, actually not knowing about the future. Just sitting here and getting acquainted, intimate, with just here. See if we can hold that carefully, caringly. And so not much to do. Just sitting here and allowing uh, the body to be known, its breathing, its hearing. Hands are touching. And let's see what's going to happen, but maybe you're going to have to cross and amazing storm, tempest of boredom. Yeah? Because we're so used to drama, maybe, or high stimulation, that actually just sitting here and being alive, for us, will seem like nothing. And we might think we're going to die of boredom. It actually never have happened here. But I'm... I don't know about, you know, the rest of history. People might have died of boredom. But it will take a little time for us to get sensitive to what's happening, our senses to open a little bit. So we'll need some patience. So what we do is we invite again and again the whole system to discover what is actually happening here. There's this light, this particular light at this time or this particular ease, or this ease. And can that be known? Can that be met very simply, directly? Do you follow me a little bit? Okay. So, why, why don't we try this? And maybe at um, one of the walking this morning, we'll uh, take a few minutes at the beginning of the walking, or the end of a sitting, to talk about uh, posture. But for this uh, sitting now, just maybe find a posture that you think you can be more or less comfortable in for, uh, I don't know, maybe 15 minutes or so. Very important not to um, get rigid in the posture, like, okay, we're meditating now. This is not what it's about. What we're doing is we're actually uh, listening or, you know, uh, being receptive. It's not like we need a message from beyond, you know, like that's not what we're... We're receptive to heat and cold, receptive to sounds and silence. So it's extremely simple life. You know, we don't have to look for anything big. It's... Uh, And so we don't have to become rigid. Actually, relaxation could be really helpful here. Allowing the breath to be just as it is. It might be uh, smooth, easeful, or it might be a little tight. It's fine. This is the way life is uh, manifesting right now. So we have found a posture, we're not stuck in that posture, we can move, but we don't want to be fidgety. 
We want to allow some stillness in the body to invite uh, some stillness, some pacifying of the heart and mind. So we're relaxed and also awake. It's this very particular mixture of relaxed but awake, sensitive to what's happening. We're not gone, lost. We're really here. We don't have to produce anything. We don't have to make anything happen. We just become aware of what it is like to be a human being right now, this one. We allow hearing to be fully experienced or consciously experienced. Or maybe for you it's uh, breathing that is experienced consciously. breathing that reveals that we are here. It's the hearing that reveals that we are alive, conscious beings, or the tingling, or the heat, or coolness. If the mind has a lot to say, we don't have to fight and try to stop the thoughts. We just, um, we're changing uh, our value system, we could say. And before we gave a lot of attention to uh, thoughts and little to senses, now there's, uh, we're operating a little bit of a change of value. Maybe the mind has a lot to say, but actually what we value is the feelings, the sensations in the hands, or the toes. Or the experience of the breath, the belly rising and falling naturally.
We don't have to catch or be there for all the sensations of all the senses. We just, sitting here, let ourselves be impressed or touched by the different uh, appearances or impressions, sound impressions or touch impressions. One thing comes to the foreground, suddenly hearing appears clearly. Our hands tingling, and we let that be known, whatever that is. We let ourselves experience it for a few seconds. We can always uh, start fresh, the practice of just being there, because we'll get caught or lost, entranced by stories, habitual stories or obsessions. And at some point we'll remember or we'll hear the voice of the teacher. 
we can discover what it is to be sitting here now. Again. For a couple more minutes, uh, just extending the contact with reality, instead of departing in thoughts and considerations of all kinds, just staying here in the toes, the legs, the belly, or the hands, or here, hearing. aware in real-time sensitivity. 
Thank you. So, um, yeah, so you can see that um, putting the phone down is nothing compared to putting the inner phone down, you know. This delicate work of uh, staying in contact with reality when everything, or when we've been trained to depart in thoughts about stuff. Do you see what I'm talking about a little bit? It might become more (laughs) clear in the next (laughs) hours, you know. Can we actually stay here? What does that mean to be awake? Maybe it means to be awake to the fact that we're alive right now when we completely forget about this, when we get caught in our stories, you know. So keeping the relationship going with reality, being awake, knowing that we're alive right now, right now. We can do this through sensory uh, uh, experience, to being aware of the senses, like now. There's a body sitting, breathing, there's hearing is happening, seeing is happening. Um, it can look like nothing, be careful, it can really look like nothing's happening, we're doing nothing, losing our time. I personally have never seen anything more powerful than this. It's a particular portal to, uh, I don't know, joy and care and clarity. Um, And we have three ways that we're invited to do this, and there's three kind of... uh, ways to practice while we're here this weekend. So there's the sitting, being attentive to life, to embodiment, what it's like to be here. As we're sitting, we'll do this as we're walking, and Anushka is going to talk about this, and also everything in between. So all the uh, regular activities, we might get caught in, uh, in our minds, in uh, the way we live a lot, doing something so it's done. So we're kind of, uh, we have a f- an image of the phone call is done, the laundry is done, and we're trying to achieve this, get there. Stressful way to live. So here we're trying another way. We actually do things in order to reveal that we're actually alive. So, you know, I could think like, I have to ring the bell, it's really important, the bell is wrong, you know? like, And so I'm not there, I'm just like, but here, it's an opportunity, I'm like, Wow. Wait. Lifting something. I know you don't have that chance. I'm the only one who has that privilege right now of experiencing this particular kind of weight. I could really miss it easily. And wow, like this, it's so, like this, you couldn't believe the difference between this and this. It's such a different experience. So, do you see? It's not blasé. Ah, ringing the bell again. I've been ringing the bell for 20 years. You know? So, wow. This experience. And am I going to get it or miss it? It's interesting. How is it going to sound? Can I be there for that? And then dropping the stick. I could easily think that the life that really matters is when the stick is down. You know? Do you recognize this in your life? It's when I'm at work. And when I'm at, wor- I'm at work, it's when I'll be home. This is when life is going to have value. And here we're saying, no, life has value here. So while the stick is going down, this is life. It's not when it's put down, it's here. And so for you today, as your feet is going in your shoe, as you're going upstairs, as you're pouring water, that many opportunities to actually be there. Because you might believe that it's when the water will be in the cup that life will matter. Or that when the, f- shoe, the f- feet is going to be in the shoe, or when the walking is done, or the sitting is done, or the w- retreat is done. That's being fooled, duped. And so here the waking up is actually, there is life here. It's worthy of attention, of being met. So, that's the whole exploration, I think. And now, the form of the walking, uh, a few words on that from Anushka. Thank you.
So tomorrow, Anushka will talk about the walking. <laughs> Today, it's moi. So the walking, so in line with uh, what I was saying, is so the form is changing, but the research, the exploration is the same. What it is like to actually be there while we are, are alive. And so be careful, because you might think, like, really, sitting is it. I've seen it in magazines. You know, people, you know, they, they have pictures of people in SUV, brand new SUV, and they sit on a rock with a pashmina shawl, and they look really happy, and it's clearly when it's sitting is meditation. The rest is not. That's false advertising. <laughs> Actually, the walking meditation is extremely important. Uh, one of the ways it's important is that if we are to be awake, and fully conscious being, uh, it would be good to be able to do it in movement because we are a lot in movement in life. If for us being awake is only when we're sitting with eyes closed, you know, there's, there's not many much time that is like this in the day. And so we bring that meditative attitude in the walking. But I could easily be fooled now and think that I have to be up to show you. But no, because I bring the practice in, I'm like, wow. I'm actually, I can actually be there while I stand up, not just so I'm up. Oh, crazy being a human being. This is the new form. <laughs> you know, this is amazing. This, you, do you see? It's like I'm not. I don't have superficial attention. What I've been trained in, and when I remember, I have what we could call. Ex- extraordinary attention. So, wow, what is it like to be in this form? You know, that's very something very particular. It was not happening earlier, and one day it will not be happening, that's for sure. But it's happening now. And this too. Wow. This is so political, what we're doing, don't you think? Because I might be full and think that I need Lululemon pants, or I don't know what, you know? And because of the quality of the awareness, just coming down the stairs is actually full of life. I don't need to be an improved version of Pascal, taller, younger, you know, this or that. It's just, wow, being alive. How amazing is this? But I cannot do this. I can, you know, okay, I'm going to be amazed. I'm actually, this is what we call practice. I'm actually putting the time this weekend to research a new way of living. Instead of believing it's when I get to retirement or when, whatever, when I have a partner or when, whatever the story is, you know, when I'm done with this disease or whatever. It's actually now there is life. Yeah? So the form it takes is walking now. So in this walking practice we do here, it's very simple. The form is we walk back and forth on a few feet, going nowhere. Well, going back to the point of departure. And so we're not going for a walk, we're just walking 10, 15, 20 feet here, inside, in this room, downstairs. I think maybe uh, Julie, the manager, named a few of the walking places, outside on the front lawn or the side. And so I choose a little spot where I'm not going to cross path with somebody because then that makes it extremely complex. And I'm just going to stand there and just become aware of what is the experience of standing. Just that. Notice this. Standing. And what is the experience of walking? And what is the experience of being sensitive to light? Now there's this particular light. And standing again after maybe 10, 15, 20 feet. Oh, I'm breathing. I don't go and get anything, I just let myself be touched in a way, you know? Like things will appear by themselves, there is life happening, I don't have to create anything. And hands resting. And then body turning. And then, whoa, a different view of the world, a complete different view of the world almost a 180 degree change of view. (laughs) And just standing, and then walking. What is it like to actually step? Feel that. To me it's very touching. Is it hard or is it soft? Or soft and hard? 
I mean, I'm putting words, but it's more experiential. Yeah? It's just, what is it to step? And stop. And whatever, you'll find something, you'll feel awkward. Wow, amazing chance. What is it like to feel awkward? Wow, awkward. It's such a particular taste, awkward. Or happy. Wow, happy. Or, I don't know, maybe I'll turn again and stop, and then they will be like, no, it's over there, you should be walking on this beautiful tree, it's over there, and I'll be caught by a strong desire to be somebody else, somewhere else, under the tree. And then I'll just witness this. Wow, amazing. So very simple form, sitting, walking back and forth, and the whole of the psyche will be revealed, the whole of the heart, the whole of the... Yeah, something will be revealed for sure. You'll be walking, and suddenly you'll just realize, wow, this was so simple, so full. Or you'll think, I should be doing Qigong. It's not walking, I should be doing Qigong. Qigong is it, you know? So the mind will come up with all kinds of, I shouldn't be here somewhere else, you know? I don't know how to walk anymore. Like everybody is walking so well, I don't. I walk the best, look at me. I got it down, people. I hope you're, you can benefit from my walking right now. You know, you'll see the mind will come up with all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> And what we do here is we just keep the form. Even if it's the deepest uh, feeling of loss, you know, grieving. So I'll be walking with grieving. If it's longing, it'll be longing. If it's uh, gratitude, it'll be gratitude. If it's boredom, it'll be boredom. If it's ease, calm, quiet, it'll be that. Okay? We don't actually get to choose something, the conditions, the story of the universe. At this point, we'll make that, oh, I want to be somebody else. Or, I don't know what else. But just stepping, stepping, very simple form. Can that work as an exploration? And see what trick your mind is going to come up with. No judgment. We're not judgmental. We're not hating what the mind comes up with. We're just interested and touched. Wow. This is what, this is what it's fabricating. That it's the wrong place. I should be somewhere else. You know, something. Yeah? So that's the simple instruction. So, and at some point the bell will ring and it will be time to uh, come back and sit together. And there will be more present time, opportunity for being awake. This process is not easy. It's extremely simple, but it's not easy. It's very much tenderizing, because there's a form and we keep to it. And in that form, many things are born. You know, beautiful things and very troubling things, and we just keep walking. And this is how we get uh, to uh, develop steadiness, openness, realness, honesty. Uh, determination, patience, and whatever we uh, discover here, we'll know that it's in all the other hearts. So when one day somebody comes and says, wow, I feel like shit, you know, I, I know, I experienced it in the walking meditation <laughs> one time. <laughs> and, you know, I was with it. I learned to be with it. it, it it's, uh, I know, it's aggravating, but it's possible to be awake in that and allow that whether to pass through, you know. So, that's the way it's presented this morning, the walking. Okay. So, um, enjoy it, if uh, possible. Thank you.